Welcome, sports fans, to the 67th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, September 29, 2023. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports, betting, tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always losing bet to bet where illegal, and remember to never bet what you cannot lose. We're going to go through the NFL fan survivor pool update, and we have a sort of winner, but we still have more to announce, so stay tuned on that. We have some great NFL and college picks coming your way, plus a few extra things we want to share. Don't forget to check out our bonus picks and commentary and trash talking out on X, formerly known as Twitter at UBet underscore podcast and on Instagram at UBet podcast, all one word, UBet podcast. So thanks for joining us today. Ready, uh, set and hike. Let's see who's on the field. Let's go to the guy who has now come to our city. <laughs> Mike, how are you doing today? Ah, I'm doing great. I'm actually sitting here in my childhood bedroom looking at the famous basketball light, which everyone hates, makes fun of me for. I'll post a picture of it. But yes, I'm in wonderful Cleveland, Ohio, and I've got some sleep. So today should be excellent. Oh, last week, not so excellent. <laughs> Three and four, uh, could not pick college right. Got to suffer through an under with uh, a little side bet with uh, with Jeff there. So I owe him a drink because Ohio State and Notre Dame decided to not score at all. But NFL made up for it, except for Baltimore, uh, which lost me a tease. Otherwise, I would have been four and three, but we'll call it three and four, which is okay. Excellent, Mike. And honestly, I, I didn't hear anything but blah, blah, blah. You owe me a drink. <laughs> winner, winner. That's the real winner there. I'm just going to pour it out of Dave's bottle that I owe. So. <laughs> well, speaking of Dave's bottle, let's go over to you, Dave. How are you doing today? How did it go last yeah. week? It, you know, average at best. But you know what was the most important thing is that I oh, won okay. in my survivor pool. <laughs> Here <laughs> we go. Guess, guess what? One Jeff out. And can, Jeff, can I get a boom? Yeah, you got it. Mike. <laughs> uh, one Mike is out. Oh, God. Went, went, went five, four, and one last week. Um, the the key uh, push, though, the importance of actually buying a half point. Oklahoma minus 14 and a half. Uh, bought it down to 14, and they won by 14. So uh, since he made a run at it, um, but I knew that they wouldn't win and I knew they probably wouldn't cover. So, um, but Hey, got juiced. I'll take it. Gotcha. All right, man. Well, I'm Jeff. I'm here, uh, learning something, but I went four and two guys, four and two with my wins. Ooh. I took a loss on UCLA. I, I didn't see that one coming. I was confident on that pick. It didn't happen. And I just bought into the cowboy pick that everybody went down on. So, um, did lose on those. My favorite win of the week, if I have announced it already, was the under for Ohio yeah. State Notre Dame. That was uh, one of my strong picks and also my drink winning pick against Mike. Wonderful. And who? I am still out of the survivor pool. Uh, <laughs> so there's nothing really to report there. I probably would have lost again anyways. So uh, let's actually, since bringing that up, I think we should get get right into that. So uh, our survivor pool, everybody, we are in going into week four of our NFL fan survivor pool. Where we reached out to our 
our fantastic fan base and friends of the show to participate in a survivor pool for NFL, where you just have to pick the team to win. And if you do, you keep moving forward. And as we already alluded to Mike and I are already out uh, but before <laughs> well, week four. So we're not uh, the only one. No, no, no I have right. 20, 16 are out. We are down to the final four. As they say, it's like March madness in September. Right. It is madness. All right. To be down to four before week four <laughs> on a survivor pool, but that's yes. how the NFL has been rolling this, this, this year so far. And it's been difficult to pick some games, teams that uh, should have performed have, you know, to use the, 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 the official term suck the dick and other teams <laughs> that you thought that weren't going to be very good have been, have been performing uh, better than expected. So, Anyways, speaking of that, uh, let's go over to you, Dave. As you, since you are still in the survivor pool, what uh, what's your pick for next week to stay alive? I'm gonna wait all the way until Sunday night. Um, I think the Chiefs have finally figured out how to play offense again. Uh, so I got the uh, Kansas City Chiefs at the Jets, eight twenty p.m. Eastern time, Michael, and uh, they're gonna roll oh, over yes. the Jets because the Jets. J E T S S U X S U X. Excellent. Well, wow. You know how I feel about the Chiefs, but um, you're alone. So there's nobody else uh, from the survivors that are also taking uh, the Chiefs this week. And I did, did did mention briefly in the opening that there was a winner. And I meant what I meant by that was uh, behind the scenes here, the three of us had a small wager about who could win because that's kind of like what we like to do. And uh, Dave, of course, wins yet again. So uh, he was the winner between the three of us uh, in the survivor poll. He's the last man standing for the three of us. Um, the rest of the uh, the winnings go to the the fans, uh, not any of the hosts here. So Dave is playing just for uh, posterity at this point, which he will probably win. So uh, <laughs> that's 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 excellent. So let's get into uh, let's get into some submissions here. What did other people pick? Let's drop right in. Oh my God! I made it to week four. <laughs> Of the You Bet podcast. Caleb is in the motherfucking house, and we're going to do things a little bit better this week. We're going to pick the 49ers to wax the Cardinals. And they can't say they're bums because, you know, they do what they do. So, with that said, I want y'all to get ready and start looking at these chicken wing spots out here because, you know, I'm a chicken wing guy. I'll let you know next week exactly the spot I want to go to. All right, that'll be all. Caleb in the motherfucking house. I know. And he's, I like how he is predicting he's going to win next week when I told him <laughs> to reveal the restaurant so he can just stand alone and pick his restaurant next week. That's, that's pretty cocky. But that's yeah. right there. So, yes. Right. Uh, good luck to him. <laughs> uh, for an edge that, but he, he couldn't call them bums, you know, he changed no. the tune a little bit. But I, no. I really appreciate the uh, the cockiness. That's fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. That's good. All right, let's. There's a couple other people that are on that uh, bandwagon as well. Let's see who else likes the team from San Francisco. Hi, this is Kyle. Another easy win last week with the Chiefs taking it to the Bears. That was fun. But for week four of the You Bet podcast survivor pool, I am taking the 49ers because, well, it's pretty simple. They're going to win. The Cardinals are not going to play like they did last week, and San Fran will take care of business. 
Wow, I will say I can already taste that Fleming's Tomahawk steak that I'm going to put down once this U-Bet team sends me my $100 gift card. Good luck to the other three remaining. They're going to need it. Let's go Niners. That's a, that's a good, I mean, he, he was gracious. He got to the yes. point. He talked yes. about like the rolling, how good he did last week and how good he's going to do this week. I mean, that's a solid submission there. Cocky and, Kyle. And he knows exactly and he knows exactly what he wants too, a tomahawk steak. I yeah. mean, that's uh I don't think the hundred will cover it. I hope he knows that. I mean, he might have to he might give me a little bit because I don't think Fleming's is is in the is in the McDonald's range, but hey <laughs> it's a nice steakhouse. Well, it's a it, we do we, we'd say dollars, right? American US dollars, yeah. US. Okay, okay. Yes. But it's down payment towards it. You know, you need to take out yeah, a small loan. So it'll get the majority of it. You can use that the gift card as collateral for the loan for the steak. Take the steak and water. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was another 49ers pick. I believe we have one more 49ers pick. So let's let's check that out. What's up, everyone? Anthony back for week four of the NFL Survivor Pool. I'm supposed to choose a restaurant for when, I mean, I mean, if I win, I'll select Shinto for some delicious hibachi. Ooh. Speaking of things that sizzle, my week four pick, the San Francisco 49ers will defeat the Arizona Cardinals. Josh Dobbs and James Conner may have run all over the Dallas Cowboys, but they'll find no such quarter against the San Francisco defense, which is allowed barely 50 yards per game. On top of that, Nick Bosa and team will pressure Josh Dobbs in the pocket so much he might feel like he's sitting on top of a little onion volcano. Have a good week. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Wow, Anthony, bring it back to, to this nice, level-headed, steady voice. <laughs> yeah, Anthony, friend of the show, and I love how he tied in his restaurant choice with performance. So it's the onion volcano, think, it's the sizzle, it, it, it's, I like that, I, I like that approach. I think that is the best use of the word sizzle and onion volcano on this podcast ever. Ooh, that's a bold statement. We can go back and check. We can go back I and know. check. I mean, I can remember fondly onion volcano being used so frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that, okay, so that wraps up three of the four, which means three of the four are on San Francisco, which means they are all going to lose. That's what that means. Yes. Um, yes. We'll see. We'll see. We never really actually. Speaking of losing, and I know that we have a couple different picks this week, but if we get to a point where there is a double or triple kill, what are the rules? What do we decide on? What do you mean? If everybody is out one week, everybody say everybody. This is pretend. Oh. Everybody pick San Francisco. How do we want to play that? I just want to make sure we Jeff, get the record here. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. You didn't read the, the official rules, and I went over it during our initial podcast. I'm glad you pay attention when I talk. I like to bring things up to remind our audience what oh. will happen. Well, if everyone goes out, everybody who was in it from the beginning is back in, and we start over. So there could be some potential route for sabotage coming in. So does that cancel uh, Dave's bottle as well? Hell no. <laughs> I think we'd have to go with another bottle. I think is what we would have oh, to do. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mike. You cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, I'm just I'm just going by the rules. If everyone's I, back in, I just know what. I want the audience to know and the past participants that are already out to know that uh, stay tuned because there is always the possibility of the, 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 the I wonder what we're going to call it. Uh, I just use double kill from the old poker day, night games, but uh, whatever we call it, where everybody's out, then we bring everybody back in. Let's, uh, let's hope that happens for those who, of us who are out. The most exciting moment in gambling. Absolutely. Double kill. Double kill, double kill. <laughs> right, right. Was that King's Low? No, that was uh, Screw uh, Your Neighbor. Screw Your Neighbor. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah, everybody yes. come back, re-ante, and everybody would be back in. Uh, that's uh. where Dave learned the just a tip game. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, sorry, I did derail us, but we do have one more pick here. And I, last but oh, not yeah. least, yeah. let's go to the last. Let's go to the last pick. Nope. Let's go to this pick. What was that? What was that? <laughs> it's your guy, right guy from Chicago coming in with that hardcore week four pick for the You Bet Survivor podcast betting, whatever the fuck it's called at this point. We're going <laughs> Philly. Philly this week over Washington. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Um, you know, I got a buddy out there right now banging his ex-girlfriend who's living in Philly now. She's from here. She used to date his cousin. Then he was banging her while dating his cousin. I mean, wow, real Maury shit. Oh. Philly over Washington. <laughs> Let's get it. Definitely winner for the most useless amount of information <laughs> in a submission. <laughs> If that works out that he's correct, I guess that's how we should analyze every pick we make. <laughs> wow. wow. There, there is actually, wait, there is an, a follow-up submission from, from Ryan. Oh, I believe you didn't get should, enough out? We should play. I think he wanted yeah. to say even more about somebody getting banged. Uh, you know, I forgot to mention the uh, restaurant I would like if I win. Um, I really don't like that because I don't like to, like, you know, foresee the fucking future because I'm not a genie. But uh, uh, let's say Ron in Japan in Northbrook, Illinois. Delicious. They fucking get it going right there in front of you. All right, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> are genies the ones that are known for fortune telling? I'm not sure. I don't know, but we are on a sports betting podcast, which is literally trying to predict the future. So, hey, we're just going to chalk it up. I ain't had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Why would you ever want to try to predict the future on this show? Never, never, never. Okay, so if I recap correctly here, we have three people for the 49ers, one person for Philly, and one Dave for the MF and Chiefs. Correct? Correct. That sounds correct. correct. All right, good luck, everybody. Um, I actually don't have we we already did the uh the horn or the, the cannon here for Mike, so here's Mike again. And for everybody else who went out last week, you know who you are. We don't need to say your name. It was Billy. Billy. It was Mark. And one other person. 
Wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, you know what? During the middle of the podcast, I will remember it. As in memory of all of the fallen, and for the ones that we don't remember, I remember the other person. It was me. <laughs> all right. Well, you know what I that forgot. means. Mike. It was me. Yes. Hey, Mike, you out? Yeah, one Mike is out. All right, gentlemen, let's let's turn this up. You know that song, and so do we. That is intro for our NFL picks outside of the Survivor Pool that just concluded. Uh, Mike, because of your memory, let's go to you first before you forget. Um, who do you have for the week? <laughs> forgot myself. How do you do that? Anyway, uh, I have three picks for the NFL. Uh, first one, I'm going to go over to Buffalo. I got Miami and Buffalo. And I've got over... 53 and a half. Um, as we all know, Miami almost set a record last week for number of points scored at 70, which is crazy. I think they scored on the way to the parking lot. Um, <laughs> Buffalo actually played a pretty impressive game last week as well. They're in Buffalo, and this game is in early October, so there's not three feet of snow, and Jeff's stuck in the city, so that's a good sign. So I think that uh, we will definitely get over 53 and a half points. Um, it just seems, I mean, Miami is leading the league in scoring by 29 points after three weeks, which means they're scoring about 10 more points than everybody in the league, which is a crazy amount of offense. So I don't think points will be at a uh, premium in that game. Uh, second pick I've got uh, Cincinnati minus two and a half over the Titans. Uh, Titans looked terrible last week against uh, the Browns. Uh, wow. And the Browns look like a Super Bowl contender, which which is never a good sign for the Browns to look like a Super Bowl contender. Ha <laughs> um, They uh, Cincinnati needs to win. They they need to get back to 500. So I think they're going to be focused on this. They, they had a good win on uh, – <laughs> Sunday night, I believe they played. I can't remember exactly. Um, but I think that winning streak continues because they're a better team. I mean, they're they're a Super Bowl contender as well. They got the team to do it. So minus two and a half against the Titans, not a tough, tough uh, point spread to overcome. Finally, I got Dallas minus seven over New England. Uh, New England struggled against the Jets. They barely beat the Jets and the Jets. J-E-T-S-S-U-X, as someone on this show wisely said. <laughs> so I think Dallas coming off a brutal beat is going to be pretty focused. And uh, Dallas is usually good at beating up on the bad teams and losing to the good teams. And I honestly think that New England is a bad, bad team. Excellent. Yeah. I like it, Mike. But I do have – I'm going to come back to something you said. But first, let's go to uh, Dave for your NFL picks. What do you like? 
Um, I got a couple here. I'm not going to go nuts this week on the NFL. So I got um, two great defenses playing against each other. I got the the Browns and the Ravens um, over-unders currently at 40 and a half. I have the under in that game there. And then also looking at uh, the Steelers go on the road to the Texans. Uh, I Steelers offense sucks, but their defense is good. And the Texans just are not good overall, even though they had a win last week. Over under on that is 42 and a half. I think that stays well under. And uh, those are my two great picks for the NFL this week. Two unders from Dave Bell. Wait, 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 wait. We need to get some clarification that this is not like uh, AI bot deep fake Dave, because that goes against a lot of history, Dave. Uh, Two unders. Are you sure you're okay? You feeling well? Do you need like a wellness check? I'm only a couple seconds away. We we talked about this before the NFL season started, and its defenses are starting to come back. So when I see, you know, a team that has a horrible offense, and then you have two teams that have horrible offenses and one great defense, that's why I think that, you know, these these will stay under. And I'm just going to watch the other games. Right, right. So thank you for that, Dave. And it was a good lead into my picks. And I'm going to fly in the face of something Mike said. Um, oh, no. He thinks that uh, because of the show of what happened last week, it will be brought over again to this week in the Dolphins and Bills game. I will go completely contradictory to all that statement and say that under is looking juicy. It's 53 and a half for the Dolphins Bills game. The reason why everything Dave just said. Defense has been performing, and the Bills have the number two defense. They are only giving up less than 12 points a game. Less than 12 points a game. And the Dolphins aren't too shabby themselves. They're giving up a little about 23 points a game. So I think that defense is going to hold. I think 53 is very high. And from what experience has taught me, if it's taught me anything, is most teams do not repeat performances week after week after week. It's more of a trend over time. So, like, when you see a baseball team that goes, like, you know, they should score 12 runs, it's very common for the next day, because they're tired of running all those bases, to only score, like, one or two runs. I feel like that's going to be true here in this case as well, Mike. So, we can bet a drink. We can we can do we, whatever you'd like to do here. But I do think that under is going to hold for the Dolphins and Bills. Oh, I'm always up for the drink bet. <sighs> that's that's where I'm confident real. about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's you're pretty confident about the pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just just put it on the tab. <laughs> Their defense, the, the Bills' defense, is number two in the league. They're not offense is ten points better than everybody else in the league. I just think the defense is going to hold here. I, if I'm picking one side of this game, I'm picking defense, and I'm picking that under. That is just too highly propped up due to perceptions of last week. There's too much inflation in there. And I'm going to take the under and that drink, which will be lovely when it hits my lips. I got the other one here. Um, I got to tease. Got to tease it because, Ooh. you know, you got to got to lick it before you stick it. I, I'm going with Dave with uh, the Browns and Ravens under for obvious reasons. Browns have the best defense in the league and by far, <laughs> and they are going to be able to hold, uh, hold the Ravens here. But I'm liking it on the tease. So it is at 40 and a half currently, which Dave likes. And I like it even better at 46 and a half, taking that under. So it was a part of my tease. And then the other part of my tease is a game that's already been mentioned. So I don't have too much to talk about it, but it's the, uh, the Eagles. Uh, Eagles are at eight and a half currently. That's a good number. As Mike informed us last week, 
to work on the teasing down, right? That's a very good math part of it. So you tease that down to two and a half. They just have to win by a field goal, right? And I think they will win by more than a field goal in this game. So that's why I think that's a good bet against the commanders who are still struggling a bit to figure out how to uh, how to win games where the Eagles <clears throat> are looking do pretty you, solid. Uh, do you currently have a cousin or uh, banging somebody in Philadelphia? No, but I know a guy who does. It's surprising that you ask. <laughs> okay. I didn't know if that factored in on the pick or not. Usually when I do my research, I just put a note out and say, who's banging who? And does anybody know anybody? <laughs> because it's gonna sway, it's gonna sway my pick, right? Good, good, good. As it would, like that's what you have to base it on. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. But the thing was, it didn't even like relate. Like I thought the story, this go back to that that submission from our listener. I thought the story was going somewhere. Like my cousin's, you know, it was a girl who's banging the guy on the team and said that he is, you know, I don't know, he, he he's syphilis and he, he can't play anymore, but they're still playing. Like, I thought it had some relevance to the game. Not that they were just no. <laughs> like You've so, never met Ryan. I, I know Ryan. <laughs> all right. All right. But anyways, anyways, back, back. I'm sorry. Let me wrap that up. Um, Let's go. So just recap. I have the T's uh, at one o'clock at uh, taking the Eagles, which tees them down to two and a half. And I got the Ravens and Browns under teasing up that total to 46 and a half. And then uh, I'm going against Mike and taking the under straight out on the uh, Dolphins and Bills game. So uh, actually all those games are at one o'clock. So I'm kind of uh, in that, in that grouping. I'll be, I'll be done quick on Sunday. All right. That's what my wife says. <laughs> I will. That wraps up. She's happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> No way. <laughs> That's NFL, guys. Let's switch gears to the uh, minor league football. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Yeah, I don't like that part. We'll all be flying higher than a jet airliner. Okay, I'll stop it on the flying higher than a jet airliner. But uh, honestly, besides that country music song or country music thing, that's probably the best one we played so far for for college intro. I, I believe so. That's a the little nod to a college game day. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. <laughs> Me and Lee, we go way back for at least one more week. You know they're <laughs> yeah. listening to this before they get on the air. You know that. Well, why else would you not listen to us for expert advice? To go on national TV with and steal our ideas. We borrow. We're all friends, right? We're all friends. Oh, that's true. Friends, friends of the show. Everyone's friends of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they just want to give us a citation or as a shout out, that'd be cool. You know, <laughs> that would be cool. Maybe have a sign in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Like my friends over at uh, the You Bet podcast. Uh, check them out. But right. Enough about us, Dave. Oh, yeah. Let's go to you and talk about. What you like for college? And wait, wait, wait. Should we do the over-under, yep. Mike? Want to do the over-under? Yes. Uh, I'm going five. I'm going <laughs> six over because uh, he was light on NFL, and Dave can never be light in a week. So I got six. More. More than six. Well, we'll count them off as we go along. <laughs> right. He doesn't even know. <laughs> so not betting on this, but I still don't understand why this is the case. Cincinnati's traveling to BYU, and Cincinnati is a horrible offense when it comes to calling. They have great yardage, they got, but they just can't score. So, 
you know, it's like Mike at the end of the night. He's been talking to a girl all night. And then at the end of the night, he can never take her home. So moving on. I'm right uh, here. I'm still right here. <laughs> uh, oh, good times. So anyway, uh, I have uh, opening up with a tease. And the, the tease is Michigan is minus 17. We're going to take a six and a half point tease on this one. So that's going to bring them down to 10 and a half. And then uh, the other half of that tease is going to be Oklahoma. And there's a reason why I'm taking six and a half on this is because Oklahoma is currently minus 20. And so that'll bring them down to 13 and a half. And they are at home against Iowa State. Uh, so like that, love that, uh, that tease right there. Good math. Uh, moving down uh, at the same time, uh, poor Bowling Green is going to be traveling to Georgia Tech. Uh, Bowling Green is a horrendous team. And then when they go on the road, they're even worse. So I'm taking Georgia Tech straight up on the 22. I think they are losing by 22 by halftime there. And then staying in the MAC, um, got Toledo at home, minus 13 uh, against Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois, their only win this year um, is against Boston College in overtime. And then they promptly uh, go on the road and they lose to uh, the Salukis. Actually, that was at home. The, the Southern, who? the Salukis. Yes, the oh, Southern Illinois. With... The Southern <laughs> Illinois University Salukis. Those so Northern Illinois. The roast beef sandwiches? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then they lost to an average at best Nebraska. And then they lost um, versus Tulsa at home as well. So. Northern Illinois, not on a good run here. Uh, Toledo is 3-1. Their only loss was at Illinois, a tight game there, 30-28, to but they uh, they stayed uh, tough with them. So um, there is uh, – so taking Toledo at home against Northern Illinois. And guess what, kids? It's a weird week. I just feel fear some weird stuff coming out. That's it. <gasps> That's five. Three things. That's two weeks in a row. Dave, we're on the same wavelength. I like it. Five picks for Dave. Excellent. Excellent, Dave. Uh, I, I like the picks, and I got uh, some thoughts on them, too. Uh, Mike, what do you think about those picks and others you'd like to recommend to the audience? Uh-oh. Well, I got three picks as well. We. Oh, this is good. But... Mike, I guess I got Texas and Kansas uh, at over 60 and a half on that game. Uh, ranked teams, it's big football for one more year. And Big 12 has lots and lots and lots of scoring because they don't know how to play defense. So I got 60 and a half. Two ranked teams should be a good game, but I think Texas wins the game. But it's, uh, again, just big football, not looking good for for an under would be a fool to ever take under. All right. Uh, well, Mike, okay. let me, let me stop you there. Mike, uh, with Dave, I Mike, like... we're having Mike, hold on. You're gonna have to go through some of that again. I mean, it, well, I would suggest that your best picks are the ones we can only hear half of uh, the audience may want to hear your whole pick because <laughs> you're we're having trouble uh, hearing you. Your audio is going in and out. We missed almost all of that first pick. Oh, Oh, well, I mean, it's probably your best pick. Let me of the try week. that again. I got Texas and Kansas. Here we go. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Silence. 
silence is my best pick. Thank you. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hello? Yes. Hello? Yeah, we can hear you. Yes. What? Who? Turn off your video, Russ. You got like two seconds and it's cut me off. All right. Uh, Texas and Kansas. (laughs) Texas and Kansas. 16 and a half. Big 12 football. Never bet an under in college. I got Oklahoma. Minus 20 over Iowa State. Believe in, I believe in Dave. He's got this one right. Um, and then now I'm going to fall on the bandwagon. I don't know why I'm taking this, but it just seems like I got Colorado plus and a half over yeah. USC. Uh, yeah, I don't know why, but I don't think Dion will add in two straight weeks. I think USC is kind of cruised. They haven't really played anyone. So this is like their first test. And I'm done. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. Um I know. Terrible. Good, good picks. We got we got most of it that time. So thank you for getting through there. And text under Wow. That was good. Oh, that was so good. Uh, <laughs> I did not realize Dave had talent. Oh, that was so good. The laugh was the best part because it's so true. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Um, while Mike works on his technical difficulties, I am going to go through my picks for college. And actually, you know, we kind of, you know, I think we talked about some of these, but maybe not. So I like the game tonight at uh, nine o'clock Eastern here, Utah and Oregon State. I like Utah getting. Uh, Oregon State. I get I like Utah getting four points here, so taking an underdog, ranked ten against a nineteen ranked Oregon State. I think their defense will hold. Where's the defense podcast day? We're talking about defenses. I do think this defense will hold against Oregon State. Um, I think that um, the loss that the Beavers are coming off of is going to uh, kind of be predictive of, of how things are going to kind of go for them here. And uh, sorry to to say that, but they also give up almost two times more points than Utah does per game. So it's kind of factoring into my equation here and seeing that that Utah's getting points. I think that they just uh, yeah, they keep it close here at a, at a pretty tough game that they're going to be back and forth on for the Pac-12. So I think they keep it close. I think Utah wins getting the points. So take that bet. Uh, plus for Utah tonight. And then I got the game that Mike was trying to talk about, but I have a different side of the bet, but not against him. I just like Kansas uh, plus 16 and a half against Texas. Again, this is another one that they have a, they actually have a better offense. It's a rivalry game. I think they keep it close. So um, I just don't think that uh, I think that 16 and a half is just way too big for, for Texas to overcome. I don't like Texas ranked number three, but that's just me. But this is another Big 12 rivalry type issue where the game's going to be a little bit closer than uh, than three touchdowns. So I do think taking the points here for the underdog Kansas is the right way to go here against Texas. I just I don't know if I'm just getting down on Texas all the time if I'm just in a rut. But I just don't see them being as good as people are saying. Uh, the, the total offense on the Kansas side is better than what uh, Texas can bring to the game. The defense is about even, slightly better for for Kansas too. So. Anyways, I don't know why the points are where they are, and uh, I like them. Kansas getting 16 and a half. Keep it within two touchdowns, please. And then, I don't know, Dave, did you mention this one? This is the one I thought that I thought we'd be on the same side with here is Georgia at Auburn. Um, Georgia, it just flat out, just a 14 and a half. I know you got that hook in there, but 
I don't think they're going to lose this game. Or I'm sorry, they're not going to win this game by by less than three touchdowns against Auburn. They're going to roll and they're going to show how and keep working on that offense and keep working how on how they can uh, just roll and roll and roll. So I like Georgia 14 and a half here. You know, going with the number one team, I guess it's kind of obvious, but they're going to they're going to break this 14 and a half uh, point spread wide open at three o'clock on Saturday. Last but not least, going against what Mike said, which if anybody heard it, um, Dave, how would it sound like? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just messing with you, Mike. We actually heard this. You said, never been an under in college football. I say you are incorrect, sir. And I have a drink on my tab to prove it. Uh, and, I, <laughs> and I'm actually taking it again. Um, I'm going to take the under again in the Duke, the Duke-Notre Dame game. Um, I think... I think Notre Dame is pretty upset about their loss. I think they're going to not, they're going to make sure they don't make a mistake against Duke. I think they're going to be somewhat conservative. I do think they're going to come out with the win, but Duke is playing out of their minds, man. They're playing so good right now. And they're going to go in there. They saw weakness. They saw their nose get bloodied by Ohio state and they're going to fight, fight, fight. So I like the under here. It's going to be more defense. It's going to be more to be a conservative battle for Notre Dame. They're not going to be punching long. They're not going to be risking uh, turnovers. They're going to be uh, methodically getting through this game on the ground and making that uh, happen. Which you know, if if right now uh, Duke is 45th in rushing yards and Notre Dame is 50th in rushing yards in all of college football. They're going to keep this ball on the ground quite a bit. They're going to eat that clock, and that under is going to look better and better as time ticks by. So, and their defenses, Duke uh, Duke only gives up 13 points per game, and, and Notre Dame is giving up less than nine points per game. So, I like the defensive battle. Um, actually, this whole episode has been brought to you by Under Ruse because we just keep picking unders as we go through this, regardless of, of Mike's suggestion. So, that wraps up my college football. Good picks, everybody. A lot of games to cover. A lot of good stuff happening. A lot of rivalry games this this weekend. So I'm sure there'll be some upsets. Let's uh, let's see how that unfolds. All right, guys. That's college football. Let's get into the best of the rest, Mike. What do you got there for best of the rest? There's still a lot of good things to to pick. First off, can you hear me? Yes. We're good. All right. I got uh, San Diego Padres over the White Sox. San Diego's minus 145. They are fighting for their playoff lives. And and a lot of things need to go right for them to make it. But they've been playing really good ball. It only took them six months to finally show up. But they are playing really well right now. And I do not think it's wise to bet against them. So I got the Padres minus 145 over the White Sox. I like it. I think that's a good bet, Mike. Padres. Dave, you got anything for best of the rest? Yeah, across the pond, uh, Arsenal minus 185, uh, playing against a winless uh, AFC Bournemouth. Uh, so I like that. I think that's a bargain bet at the minus 185. <clears throat> Are they playing total football? They're t- playing total football. You know what? I'm going to toss one other one in here, and I t- it's thick, but Man City just coming off of a loss in the um, – Yes, they actually lost a game, but it was part of the Carabao Cup, and they really don't care about that. Uh, so they're back at um, – I mean, who playing. does? Who cares uh, about whatever cup that – It's a minor league cup, Mike. <laughs> um, oh. And so that he's minus 335, <laughs> uh, playing against the horrible Wolves. Uh, so I'll take, man, I'll take my Man City minus 335, 10 a.m. this Saturday. That's a thick, thick line. Thick line. Good for you. 
Glad to hear soccer still right. taking place. Glad <laughs> I have one here, guys. Um, I like the uh, I like Baltimore over over Red Sox tonight. I'm sorry, yeah, tonight at seven o five Eastern. Um, it's only minus one twenty five. Uh, they handily beat them yesterday to get their triple digits on the board. They have won a hundred games. I think they're going to continue to roll over Red Sox that are struggling. They have a season that they kind of just want to like quietly like back out of the room, like, oops, you know, uh, we're not really here. We're just going to fade into the shrubbery um, because the things have not gone well for the Red Sox and they're going to be making some major changes, I think in the off season across, across the board for them. And plus they've been terrible on the road to begin with. So I think there it's going to be one Oh one tonight for the Baltimore Ravens to show that they have won 101 games after their win. Um, and I think they're going to continue to uh, continue to show pretty, Pretty dominant performance there on on the field. So Baltimore tonight. I, I was give a little tonight. warning to that. I'm gonna give a little warning to that there, though. There, Jeff. There, though. Um, there, 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 Jeff. Um, Baltimore clinched the division yesterday. Yeah, which meant they had a really late night champagne and alcohol fueled party in their dugout. Right. So were they banging somebody from Philly? Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I will check with Ryan to find out. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is that we all saw Dave play no. after a few drinks softball. We, we, we all know baseball players play better. Of- baseball players play better hungover. Everybody knows this. <laughs> Mike, <agree. laughs> well, our <laughs> tournament record, I don't believe. <laughs> well. All right, very good. That's if you were that. a chemical <laughs> weapon, be late. Even am I, we, am I out again? Yeah. So anyway, moving along. Um, so, well, thank you, Mike, for the insights. I appreciate the uh, you looking out for me. I'm still taking the. I'm still taking Baltimore. I think they could play one handed and still beat the Red Sox. So, um, take Baltimore tonight. So that's good for the best of the rest. We out there, take them, like them, book them. I uh, love it. So that wraps up the picks section. Let's get into the news section. And while Mike is working on his audio, Dave, is there any uh, major stories in the news that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, you know, um, it, it's surprising. I heard this this morning uh, when I was coming in, but dumbfounded by this. It's, um, you know, NBA uh, preseason starting up here. And the LeBron is starting his 21st season no in the way. league. Which is nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I think that he's been playing for 21 years in the league. And so I I think the second uh, game or one of the earlier games uh, against the Cavs here is against the Lakers and the Lakers come into town. And, uh, you know, it's funny. You know what uh, LeBron does every year when he comes back into Cleveland? He goes to Barbara Dale and he gets his hair cut. He doesn't have as much hair as he had before, but he does travel over to 9,100 uh, marketplace in Broadview Heights, Ohio, uh, to go see Barbara Dale because Barbara Dale has the best haircuts and LeBron knows that. So if you want to go see Barbara Dale, go on to www.bookbarberdale.com and book your cut today. I'm booking one right now for me and my son, Michael, because they have a father and son haircut special that he always has on there and you get to save a few bucks. So instead of sending Michael there and, you know, paying a little bit more, we both go together and it's a nice little bonding experience. So go to www.bookbarberdale.com and book your haircut and maybe you'll see LeBron there. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it, Barbara Dale. Um, and and LeBron coming to town. So LeBron is always part of my like thinking here because uh you know, I I may have lost a hair or two over over the years. And I look at LeBron and I go, Yep, no money in the world can replace hair. <laughs> <laughs> it was Bezos. <laughs> Bezos too, right? Yeah, Bezos too. Right. You're like, if there really was a cure, I'm pretty sure they would have bought it because they could buy anything they want to buy. And and that's why they go to Barbara Dale, because they get a good quality cut at Barbara Dale. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, but the, the hair replacement thing really isn't, uh, can't be a thing. And that's my, my reasoning on it. All right. Glad to see you coming to town. Mike, do you have anything in the news? I, I do. Um, so hopefully I might, my technical issues don't flare up. Uh, Tyreek Hill was on the Mike Evans podcast this week and Mike Evans asked him what he wanted to do when he wanted, when he would retire. And his serious answer was, become a porn star yes yes <laughs> he said he was serious and mike evans just kind of stood there it's just silence in a second he's like are you serious bro he's like yes i'm serious i want to become a porn star which you could also probably go to barber dave i don't know where he's going to be trimming but <laughs> <laughs> get the nethers trimmed up don't pick yes. it no <laughs> They don't have a special on that uh, at at the the website? For you, I heard it's half off, Mike. (laughs) Oh, I lost I know, but I'm back. But I heard it. That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) The insults came in loud and clear. (laughs) Good. Good. That's a great answer, though. And to be serious, too, like straight face. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to be an adult film star, and that's my next step of my career. Yes. Yes. And then tomorrow, tomorrow we're all going to be together in one spot playing golf and drinking bourbon. So there may be a, there may be a, some bonus picks tomorrow. <laughs> free bourbon. Well, free to me. Free, free bourbon for Dave. That'll lead to uh, some picks for sure. Yes. Did I still get my over under of six for college football for Dave? Nope. <laughs> Damn it. So I got a question for you guys. I saw a headline and I just want to know what you guys thought about this. Because I mean, we kind of thought you dumped, I think uh, somebody picked this game. I think you did, Mike. Is that uh, for Colorado, for Deion Sanders, they said that he is worth $280 million to the school. Man. $280 million to the school. Is that realistic? Is that just, you know, just it's clickbait and just stupid talk? Like what? what is... How could well, they measure that in three games and make that kind of a, a statement? I mean, if you take a look at like we, I, if you guys watch the Johnny Manziel documentary, like he went to Texas Tech or Texas A and M, I'm sorry, and uh, they rebuilt their stadium because he was there because they got so many donations and Dion's games are getting higher ratings than NFL games, like. It's like 11 million people are watching mm-hmm. Colorado, mm-hmm. a team that was one in 12 last year. So I think that estimate might be low. Wow. wow. Yeah. I think because he's going to everyone next year, he's going to have a top five recruiting class, if not the number one recruiting class. Hmm. Just because the exposure Damn. the kids get. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 
And and he's, got a, he's got a pro background. Like people will launch their NFL careers for, from him. You know, it's like you're going to want to recruit. He's got connections in the NFL. He's got the presence. He's got everything. I mean, going for him at a small program. I think it's well, not a small program with Colorado, but a down program. I think it's it was a great move by Colorado. He's worth every penny. Dave. Plus, you know what? Colorado is so bad. You know, the notoriety that they got in one season with him coming in there and turning it around. I mean, it's I, yes, I agree. I mean, typically D1 football teams, their revenue pays for all the other programs mm-hmm. on campus. Mm-hmm. So I would agree, um, you know, that turnaround that he had and him hyping it up. I am sure that their ticket sales have gone through the absolute roof, both here and on the road. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I just thought that was a high number. And I think all the, the agreement here, and I understand the, the value that uh, he can provide for the long term and putting Colorado on the map. And even us talking about him on this podcast now, which normally we wouldn't be talking about Colorado. And that has to be a multiplier nope. to those millions, right? So I, I, yes. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's just, it's always surprising just to see how much value something like that can really bring to a program. And uh, just want to chat with you guys about it. I got another one too. And this is probably even more serious. What's the what's the tight end's name from the team I hate? Oh, uh, Kelsey, Chelsea, Kelsey. Yes, Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, who here thinks that the whole Kelsey and Taylor Swift thing is complete bullshit, made up PR stuff? And here's why: one, hmm. everything is too picture perfect. All the pictures of her, all the statements, all the articles, all the things that went out are great. It also makes sense for her to pursue additional demographics where she probably didn't have as large of a penetration, which would be males. And one way to reach them is with college, with uh, football, NFL football overall. I've heard she's had penetration. Can I say that? Fuck, it, it didn't. It didn't come through, Mike. It didn't come through. I'm sorry. You can try again if you want. And set it up. Nope. Nope. nope it's over. Okay. Nice, nice shot at it. Nope, Another reason why I think it's fake is that. There were uh, numerous uh, podcasts on the other side that more target females where he was, where Kelsey was featured as a speaker and, or as a guest and to bring on and and talk about things. That shit has to be arranged weeks in advance. There's no way that somebody's calling up that morning uh, about a news release saying, Hey, do you want to be on the show? So I think this is, I think it's all staged and maybe nobody here cares, but it just is bugging me. Does anybody else agree with me or am I just, ridiculously thinking about something that has no point at all no i think there's something you know choreographed with it i mean i am sure that they have their people all over it um i know for a fact he is a huge fan of her so i think maybe she's just kind of indulging him for right now but you know uh, there's a lot of um jokes going around about how she's doing this all for her next album because mm-hmm. it seems like she just dates famous people mm-hmm. and she's probably looking for some inspiration and he's probably just living a dream here by you know dating her yeah, yeah. i'm rooting for those two crazy kids <laughs> <laughs> why can't true love exist <laughs> exactly so i it is kind of picture perfect for sure so but hey I, I think it's a it's it's a hard move to make that all up, and their publicists, if they've worked on this for weeks, good for them. They should write a novel. It's not that hard. It, it, all I mean, you know, you live out in Hollywood. Everything's fucking fake. 
And the way this was delivered, how it hits you on so many different channels, how everybody's talking about it and has the same story, it just reeks of too choreographed. Use Dave word, Dave's words, I think it's a good one, is that it's just too choreographed. And I have nothing against either of these people except that he plays for, for Kansas City. Um, and actually, I, I think Taylor Swift's fantastic. And I can't believe that she has broken the record to have 10 top 10 songs on the 100 billboard at the same time. There's no one's ever done that before. That's fantastic. But well, I just feel like I'm getting manipulated. And I feel like other people are getting manipulated with this. Yeah, it's possible. I, I mean, cares. they're both going to profit greatly from this, though. <laughs> right, right. The funny thing is that they came out and they said his... Since the news came out that he started dating her, his jersey sales have gone up 400%. 100%. And the the funny other thing, too, is all the Swifties out there are Googling and finding out everything about Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, because I, they're anticipating the same damn thing, is that, oh, this is going to be the next, you know, John Mayer or whoever the hell else she dated so that she could start writing songs. Sure. She brings her multi multi million following to NFL, and NFL opens up to the audience that she probably has had least penetration with, which is middle aged men. So it's just it. it no, it, I think she's probably penetrated middle aged men somewhere. Still working it. Still got information. You can't talk about Taylor Swift. Careful. Don't say that. <laughs> all right oh not necessarily all that important to the world of sports but i just think that uh i want to call out that something smells oh i actually have one more news story if we have time thank god yeah I, we're, we're all waiting i believe it was iowa state there uh the pork bureau actually gave them an nil deal because they have purchase on their team they have someone named Moore they have someone named Hammond and someone named Bacon and they have them lined up in an ad and it says purchase more ham and bacon perfect that is fantastic advertising right there I did see that that was I mean, there's a lot of Ben Gays out there too. You could put together. <laughs> there's a lot of who else? I mean, there's a, you, you, this. This is a trend that probably could continue. Probably has some legs. Right, right, right. So. Like maybe, maybe Realtor.com. You say, who wants to buy Mahomes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I could do this all day. All he day. Could. He could. I think we'll <laughs> lose more audience members that way. But he could go all day. Ah, uh, so on that note of going all day let's wrap it up uh if you like what you hear download like and subscribe share it with as many friends as you have because sharing is caring uh follow us out on twitter at you bet underscore podcast i'm sorry x at you bet underscore podcast and instagram at you bet podcast one word there at you at uh instagram thanks for joining us today may the odds forever be in your favor and good luck on your picks everybody see ya Peace.